1: BlueNile.com. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Christmas special, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how
2: is it going? I'm really good, Connor. How are you? It's good to see you. Oh
1: my God! <laughs> are we in the same room?
2: We are in the same room together today.
1: For the second time since February.
2: Yes, and quite, quite frankly... Feels like we're picking up where we left off, Connor. You haven't heard all the banter that has been going on. We've been chatting for a good few seconds before I, the show ended. walked on. In the door, I said, shut up, sit down. <laughs> Plugged in the USB mics and off we went.
1: Um, this is the Christmas special of Movie Mondays. Now, normally we bring you all the movie news, entertainment news, and just generally have a bit of a chit-chat about having to do a film shot. He practised
2: that. He practised that one. <laughs>
1: But this week we're going to be doing something similar. But normally we do a Q&A around this time. We do. But we've pushed that back a week to the New Year's Q&A. Okay, well, I have a Q
2: for you. Okay. What's the A for the reason we did that?
1: Well, because, you see, normally... <laughs> I'm allowing that. It's only because this is the first I've seen you in a while. That's
2: fair. <laughs> that's the last watch. Okay, that's my pass.
1: <laughs> um, but... We're, we're doing that because normally in New Year's we do best and worst movies of the year. Unfortunately, Sean, there have been no movies this year.
2: No, there was Tenet, yeah. but we weren't risking our lives to see that.
1: That would win best and worst movie <laughs> is the only movie other than Sonic.
2: That's. Oh, bad Boys
1: for Life, probably. Bad Boys for Life, but also... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there are no movies, so we're pushing the Q&A back a week. And also, Disney Plus happened, uh, the Investor Day happened last week, and there was so much news coming out, uh, we felt another week was needed to yeah, tackle it.
2: We decided that we weren't able to give everything the justice it deserved mm. last week, so we'd split it out, and hopefully then there'd be a bit more information in the meantime that would also come out.
1: And... Funnily enough, there has, because we're starting with some Spider-Man tree news.
2: <laughs> it seems every week there's Spider-Man tree news. <laughs>
1: because they've decided to just throw shit at the wall. Let's see what sticks. Yeah, and
2: I feel like they're seeing the hype snowball grow and grow and grow. Mm.
1: Well, you know, what have we heard? What do we know so far, Sean?
2: So we know that apparently... It's going to be some form of a spider verse in that Toad McGuire and Andrew Garfield are apparently back for it along with Jamie Foxx's Electro and Alfred Molina's Doctor Octopus but then also, Doctor Strange
1: is involved. And Gwen, Stacy. and Gwen Stacy. And MJ from. But not MJ from Tom Holland's universe. MJ from, from the. Toby first. Maguire's Toby. Raimi
2: universe. Yes. And because it's Sam Raimi, maybe Bruce Campbell will be
1: in it. Maybe. Probably just doing a weird job of some sort. <laughs> um, but now I have that the Spider Man 3 movie could also bring back. The Green Goblin and Sandman actors.
2: Jesus Christ. (laughs) I mean, look, why wouldn't you? Mm. They've they've done it before. They brought back J.K. Simmons. Yes. But at a certain point, like Norman Norman Osborn, fucking Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. He's very dead. He's very dead in the universe.
1: Almost so dead that he made the plot of the following two movies after he died.
2: It's it's almost like his death set a bunch of things in motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, So do they... Is it an alternate universe version of the Green Goblin? Because also...
1: Gwen Stacy's also
2: dead, so you would have to do an alternate universe of all these people. All of these dead characters. But also, they, like... William Defoe is like 20 years older than he was when he was Green Goblin. So what if it was an alternate universe with President Norman Osborn? Oh. Or Mayor of New York Norman Osborn?
1: Yes! And like, he could say the line, this is New York, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. One of those
2: classic lines.
1: And he could be the mayor saying and you're like, oh, it means something, something totally different. Because he's the mayor. Yeah. And and he's beating up a guy.
2: <laughs> and he can have this weird relationship with Gwen Stacy that they explored in the comics. Oh,
1: no. Don't if, like that. Have <laughs> anyone's heard Our Hero Zero, there is a comic book... or is that in canon?
2: It, that's still canon. They yeah, bring it up to this day. say
1: Willem the Four. <laughs> <laughs> that the Green Goblin and Gwen Stacy have a child together. Twins. Twins. Yeah. Oh, more than one. More that's than one. That's double the children. That's
2: true. That's true. Still just the one uh, root cause, we'll uh, <laughs> say. But two kids. One of them became the Green Goblin. One of them became a good person. Okay. The The man became evil.
1: Oh, of course. Of course, Uh, men. Am I surprised? (laughs) No. (laughs) We've turned
2: this podcast into
1: something totally different.
2: It's a different discussion, though.
1: Um, Although Thomas Hayden Church will be coming back as As Sandman. Sandman. Now, Sandman is possibly the best part. Not possibly, actually. He is the best part of Spider-Man 3.
2: Yeah, most of the good parts of Spider-Man 3 have Sandman in them. And Uh, I feel like that's because... That film was designed with him in mind from the start.
1: Oh, was it not designed with Venom?
2: It's it's almost like Venom was shoehorned in at the last minute at the request of a studio.
1: (laughs) And Raby was like, I don't like Venom. They're like, well, you're fucking doing him.
2: Okay, but I'm going to kill him and show his skeleton on screen.
1: (laughs) I'm going to make him be played by that guy from the 70s show. Uh, Topher?
2: Topher Topher Grace? Grace. (laughs) Look, he's not a bad... Actor.
1: <laughs> no. did, you, did you ever see the bit at the start of Ocean's Eleven when they have like all the actors that they think are going to be big in the yeah. thousands, and he's one of them around the poker table? He, yeah, and they're I, like, "These are the next big stars, the next ten years." And everyone's like, "Tough for
2: Grace, he's going to do big. He's things He's going to be the next Tom Cruise." <laughs>
1: Little did he know, Tom Cruise has not given up that. Tom, Tom Cruise,
2: is, there will never be another Tom Cruise.
1: We can say that as a fact because he will kill any other anyone else.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, and then then he will just drain their life and live on forever.
1: <laughs> lizard brain,
2: lizard brain. What can
1: you do? But they are both coming back. Well, it is now r- rumored that they're also coming back because they've they've confirmed some people, they've heavily rumored other people, and now they're like every single week there's more reports of or oh, David added to the cast. they to the cast
2: yeah and I'm in two minds because any complaint we've ever had with a spider-man movie has been there's too many villains yeah whereas now there's too many people there's too many people that's there's, a different problem <laughs> there's too many a-list actors in this movie
1: but does it but we always said look like, oh the Avengers won't work Endgame game has the same issue that's they true. can balance it but if you do a situation where they're only in it for I don't know a minute
2: Two minutes. Yeah, I can. I can see it being that they're hopping dimensions mm. and they encounter these people in these dimensions.
1: And that—that's a lot of world building you could just do in sixty seconds of screen time. Like they land, they see Thomas Hayden Church being sad destroying a bank or something. Then you move on to the next universe.
2: Yeah, and it's Alfred Molina as Doc Ock destroying a bank. Um, <laughs> Step three, Jamie Foxx, Electro. What's he doing? Destroying
1: an, an insurance broker.
2: Oh, that's, the insurance broker isn't working for me. Could we make it a bank?
1: Something to do with finance. Where is it? Stock exchange?
2: Stock exchange. Bane taking over the Gotham Stock Exchange.
1: It's going to turn into the Dark Knight Universe.
2: (laughs) Just pulled it all in.
1: Um, So they are coming back. Is this a good or a bad thing? If this is like a situation where, because we were talking about one division and the the multiverse of madness, like they're building a universe here, a multiverse, I should say. Yeah. Um, Is this a situation though that Green Goblin, Sandman? They could be part of a sinister six mm-hmm. that to throw it together with Electro and
2: Doc Ock, Doc Ock, Vulture,
1: Vulture,
2: and maybe Scorpion because he is in this
1: world. Yes. Yeah,
2: and like that could definitely work. Mm. There's that's six people we've just named <laughs> six
1: people, and you've got three Spider Men yeah. and possibly a Spider Gwen.
2: Yes, and, and I f- and I feel like if you really wanted to. You could fold in Tom Hardy's Venom as a hero. Oh,
1: do you think he you has have, not been announced actually? No. That's weird. That would
2: be I feel like they should work towards that. And then if you fold in Morbius as well. Oh my god. Cuz those universes are apparently connected. Then you have this 6 on 6. Yeah. Um in in, a, ter- in
1: like an airport.
2: Oh, could could we set it in Germany? Uh,
1: set in Germany, airport. Spider Man jumps in, steals yeah. somebody's shield. Okay. Give Venom a shield.
2: Give Venom a shield. Just symbiote for, shield. Symbiote shield just yeah. for a laugh. Robs a bank. Rob- <laughs>
1: guys, I gotta leave. I
2: gotta go stop rob. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, is that the time? I gotta rob the bank. Oh no, my Venom
1: watch. <laughs> he steals his Venom watch. She steals his Venom watch. <laughs> <laughs> Where did he get the money for the Venom watch?
2: Stock saves. exchange. So, oh. damn. <laughs> Is hard
1: <laughs> <laughs> together is worse, <laughs> but yeah. So they are adding all these people. And um, I actually that is interesting. I would have thought Venom was the first person they'd add in because he's already there. He's
2: already there. He's already set up. And that that movie was successful for as mediocre as it was. That was a successful it movie, made like eight hundred million dollars. Yeah, and they're making a Venom two. Yeah, like I'm surprised we haven't heard because T- Tom Holland was rumored to be in the first Venom in some way, shape, or form.
1: He was. He's also there's a poster of him in the Morbius trailer.
2: Yeah, which is also odd, mm-hmm. considering they're different companies. And I just feel if you were looking to pull a multiverse together, why not have the other universe that's running side by side and just pull that in?
1: Oh, you also have Daredevil in this, who we didn't mention. Oh, yeah,
2: Charlie Cox's Daredevil, He's apparently. just in it. He's just in it. You know apparently how it is. cropping up in a lot we'll of just things. just throw
1: Daredevil in.
2: Just, he's, look, he's adaptable.
1: What if they got rid of Morbius, yeah. added Daredevil in, got rid of Scorpion, added Kingpin it?
2: Vincent D'Onofrio, Vincent Kingpin. Vincent
1: D'Onofrio, any other Kingpin? No, <laughs> I'm taking Vinny D.
2: Oh my, that would be interesting. I'm not sure Kingpin would be super like suitable for a Sinister Six because no, he, he tends a, to be like the puppet master that he like. He just like a team. Yeah, and he's just he he's content to sit back and have everyone do his bidding while he masterminds the whole thing. Mm. Uh, but I do like the idea of him being in it. And him being involved. What if it.
1: he's not in, but Veronica's in it?
2: Oh, in the Sinister Six. <laughs>
1: For no reason.
2: Pretty Sinister.
1: It's Pretty Sinister. She is Pretty Sinister. And he's always just like, Veronica.
2: My Veronica. <laughs>
1: My Veronica. <laughs> Are you going to be good?
2: I think it'll be pretty good. So, um, I In terms of Charlie Cox as well, he's rumoured to pop up in She-Hulk. As well. As well, yeah. Now, they're both lawyers, so hmm. that makes sense. And then him and Spider-Man are both crime fighters in New York.
1: Who hey, ro- hate bank robberies.
2: Bank? Did you mention a bank robbery just now? <laughs> did, okay, did, I'm back
1: on board. <laughs> so the Sony lads in the like, Fuck it, hell, he's
2: nailed it. Yeah, this is Venom 3, anyone? <laughs>
1: um, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is Star Wars based, Sean. Okay. Um, so there was a lot of Star Wars news over the last week that we... We touched on Obi Wan. We touched on a few things, but like you couldn't get to all of it. No, and we kind of skipped over Rogue Squadron. Yes, which is a movie that is interesting because it is going to be directed by Patty Jenkins
2: of Wonder Woman, who is the
1: Wonder Woman director. So she has now she will have her own film which is, will be called Rogue Squadron. And the news is that Rogue Squadron is not based on any Star Wars book or video game ever released before. Sorry,
2: sorry, sorry. A new idea.
1: I'm talking, Sean, about someone has sat down.
2: Yes. L-
1: recently. <laughs> not like in 77, right? Recently.
2: Not like just before copyright expired. <laughs> not, not right
1: before then. They sat down and they said, I have Star Wars.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's just make something new.
2: See, you've lost me no, there. an
1: original idea. An,
2: an original yeah. idea.
1: Which could be good or bad.
2: It could be. It'll definitely be different.
1: <laughs> but will it?
2: Maybe not. It's probably going to be a big shit that's about to explode. See, if it was, if you had announced to me that, like, a, a lesser director was was in charge of this, then I might be a bit more hasty. But Patty Jenkins has done quite interesting things with characters that we've... That there, there's been a conception of before. Like mm. what Wonder Woman used to be versus what Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman is are completely different things. Yeah. Um, there's no spinning in a circle to transform, this for example. True. So seeing her take on, like, the only thing that's come to my mind is like a Top Gun style Rogue Squadron Star Wars movie. <sighs>
1: With like all the guys that die in the previous movies, like we see them traded up, one of them yeah. accidentally called goose.
2: Oh, oh, they have to call. There has to be a reference in there somewhere. I think there's a well, space volleyball match.
1: <laughs> My name isn't goose. It's geese. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That'd be a good one. That would be be pretty comical. Paddy, call me up. (laughs) Patty. if you're looking for writers... (laughs) This is why
1: they don't do original ideas.
2: (laughs) Because it's all geese.
1: It's all geese. Can we add geese into it somehow?
2: Okay. Mad Max? Mad Geese?
1: Oh, now you have my uh, my attention, (laughs) sir. So Patty Jenkins came out with a clarification and said, In the Star Wars Rogue Squadron movie, we're doing something original, with great influence from the games and the books, which...
2: Influence
1: Influence That's technically not Copying Yeah um, There's a lot of things Being acknowledged And understood About the greatness Of all of those things But yes It's an original story And I'm so psyched for it is
2: okay. what she said. Original story Taking inspiration Perhaps But I think from.
1: You'd have to If you're going to The Star Wars world You can't just go in And just blow it all up And just start again
2: Yeah exactly Because otherwise it's, You're just making a, a series about Space fighter pilots
1: There was a Rogue Squadron Video game in 1998, and it featured Luke Skywalker's team of ace rebel pilots taking on the Empire.
2: Pretty good. Mm. That, like, that's interesting. Now, do you, do you think they'll have like? Do you think this was planned with like a Poe Dameron in mind?
1: Well, yeah, but can I get Oscar Isaac back? He to won't do it. From, no, he won't he's, do it anymore. He's fuck off.
2: <laughs> because it's weird. Because if you set it after like the events of Return of the Jedi, mm. for example, like if it was Luke's squadron or whatever, like that. Most of those actors are a lot older than Mm. they were then. Most of those characters... some
1: of them might have sadly passed away.
2: Absolutely. And a lot of the characters would have passed away Mm. in the battles in the Star Wars universe already. So it would be a new rogue squadron. Now, they touch on some of this stuff in Mandalorian. Okay. I forget the actor's name, but he plays um, the dad in Kim's Convenience. He is... Like... I was part of the New Republic. He's one of the pilots that goes around recruiting. Okay. So I could see it as being like him putting together a ragtag group. A ragtag group. A, we love a ragtag group we love on the a show. Ragtag group. And and then just going around and you know solving space. Just give them missions.
1: a mission, and they're the only people that can solve it.
2: Yeah, and they'll get the. It's the A team. Yeah. Make the A team, now- but in space. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the games the games were set during the original trilogy mm. so luke skywalker is around but you need a mission that like is too it's not big enough to call luke but it's big enough that if it doesn't get done you're going to lose
2: yeah which i can totally see, i can see this being like infiltration mm. maybe and things like that um it's interesting because we haven't really seen large scale space battles in detail no, like, was it
1: the start of uh, the third one?
2: Revenge of the Sith had a yeah. pretty good one.
1: And that, that was kind of, yeah, that was decent enough. But I think that was about it.
2: That was it. Like, we've, of course, there's the Death Star and things like that. Yeah. But that's very much, like, about seven ships flying towards one, one essentially. Goal. Yeah. But it's not dogfighting in space.
1: Well, the, the video games, like, Battlefront 2, like, that has a whole mission that you just do a sh- space fight. Yeah,
2: and, and that's fun because you're in control of that. mm so you need to like capture that energy, but put it on the screen and watching someone do it.
1: Is this possibly just them just doing an idea or is this an interesting avenue to go around? Because Patty Jenkins is a very talented director. Yes. I might prefer her on something more substantial. than More rogue- like
2: character driven yeah, stuff.
1: Yeah, than a rogue squad. Although I could eat all these words and this could be an amazing film that's very character focused. But just, like, maybe have her do something of one character rather than a squadron. But if she makes it, like, a Top Gun or an A-team-style movie, that might be pretty cool as well.
2: Yeah, and like, and there is room as well for, like, you know, a team and you watch the this team build. Now, it would be very easy to fall into the trap of that Justice League fell into, where they assemble them, but they are, they're two big personalities and they don't get along. And,
1: and Ezra Miller's there.
2: Ezra Miller's also there. <laughs> and then they have to, like, come together at the end. Mm. But, like... If you did the, there's a did you see the Netflix series Love, Death and Robots? No. Right, well this is going to be a very difficult explanation there. Well, here then. we go. But there's there's a there's like a ten minute You've animated short. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go on. You can't count to ten. <laughs> um <laughs> But it's the US Marines and there, there there's a ship and the story is about this ship and one pilot's relationship to it. And the ship is like it's number thirteen in the fucking log of ships and so it's they think it's cursed that everyone who pilots it dies but then this is a really good pilot that takes over and then it becomes like oh number 13 is the luckiest ship and it takes place over the course like a couple of years but it's summarized into 10 minutes so if you do that kind of thing with this like the relationship that people have like fighter pilots would have to their vehicles or or ships if you will Mm -hmm. uh that could be an interesting route to go down and like, yeah. what happens when one of them loses their ship? You know Tom Hardy in Dunkirk? Yes. Where he burns the plane at the end? Yes. It was, spoilers. La- <laughs> it was a war. Things <laughs> happened. Uh, <laughs> the Nazis lost.
1: <laughs> it happened in the 40s, lads. <laughs> Leave it.
2: <laughs> Harry Styles was there. It was great. Oh, man. <laughs> but like, th- that kind of emotion, I feel Patty Jenkins will be very good at pulling off. Mm. In terms of making this. Is it a film or a series? Yeah, it's a film. A film. Okay. Mm. I think that works better in the series.
1: Yeah. Also, a lot of interesting things they haven't covered in films is like when I pilot dies it's always just like oh no okay we'll move on to the next
2: one yeah and that's fucked because their ship explodes in space and they just anything left drifts for all eternity if
1: you spend an hour telling us like in in getting all these characters and breaking down who they are they all have families they're all here for this or that reason and then they blow up at the finale you're like oh no geese
2: (laughs) (laughs) not singular person geese (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> one man! Two <laughs> many geese! <laughs> he was the geese we found along the way. <laughs> there was
1: never an echo from a Never an echo bite.
2: That's duck's quacks.
1: I don't think so.
2: <laughs> Not a goose's honk. Sorry, a geese's honk. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so they are going to be doing a Rogue Squadron movie. Uh, just keep that in mind. That is one of the many ideas. I just think that's probably... That was, like, under the radar, but Patty Jenkins is directing it, so it makes it immediately a bigger deal.
2: Yeah, and, like, that comes out 2022, 2023? Yeah. That's going to delay any third Wonder Woman movie, surely.
1: It's true, but I I think she probably has a deal where she does Wonder Woman first. She might be back-to-back recording Wonder Woman now, even. Oh, fair, yeah, yeah. Um... Also, we should say that this is, because it's the Christmas special, ho, 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 and all that, we will be exchanging gifts on this episode. I didn't
2: fucking get them, anything, lads.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As is the annual tradition, we get each other gifts and we give them on the show. Now, I was thinking, do we do it at the end? Do we do it in the middle?
2: Oh is now the time That we would do it If Would we, you
1: like to do it now We can or, do it now Or if would you, you want? like to wait Until the end
2: I think, I think See I think we're going to Hit some heavy news Yeah We might not have the energy To properly appreciate the oh, gifts Oh okay So maybe
1: For the Christmas time That is in it
2: We do it now Do it now Or next week <laughs>
1: Next week is New Year's
2: just give me some time to go out <laughs> to the shop, man.
1: <laughs> it's on the way.
2: I ordered Amazon. Bezos told you know? me it's coming next week. <laughs> no, I'm quite happy to do it now.
1: Um, yeah, I said, might as well do it now. Yes. So. so, Sean... We are in my little office here, so your present is over by the couch over there, if you want to go get.
2: You have two little presents. Oh, two. You also have two little presents Oh, in a lovely little blue bag. That's true. I've handed it to him. I have to go and fetch mine.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of seemed like a bit of a dig there, to be honest with you. A bit of a dig, if you
2: ask me. Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go now. I okay. have it, lads.
1: Oh, so I have two and you have two, right? I have right. two and you have two. I, you can only open the square one first. You have to open the. Which is
2: this? They're both rectangles.
1: Yeah, but look, you figure it out. <laughs> this is the square one. <laughs> this is also a game.
2: I'm gonna open this one first. No, the other one. Oh, fuck. The other one first. Okay.
1: Other one first.
2: Okay, so this is a cuboid. It's about seven by four. I mean, they don't
1: need the dimensions
2: by five it's
1: Christmas time (laughs) this is it's the Christmas special
2: Sean to Sean from Connor
1: I talk about that a lot (laughs) I really talk I
2: really mean it I really mean it what's this what's this oh ah deadly (laughs) this is a Craven the Hunter pop final. that's class you can't
1: get that in Ireland boy yeah you can't is this a Walmart exclusive it's a Walmart exclusive What the fuck you De- do this? delivered exclusively to you how
2: did you do this we don't have walmart here no,
1: we don't have any shops no we don't have any no. shops and they were all closed but you love long. craven the
2: hunter i do love craven the hunter i've covered him three times three times
1: at least five it seems like ten
2: that's really cool thank you so much for that
1: you he, can't go wrong with a funko pop
2: can't go wrong with a funko no. pop it's a so, classic
1: do you have a specific one that you want me to open first? Now, you can
2: open the cylindrical one first.
1: Now, which one's a cylindrical? One square or one cylindrical? I don't it's know what the, spi- shapes are.
2: Which The one that looks like a lightsaber, but isn't a lightsaber.
1: That sounds like fruit pastilles.
2: Oh, could it be? <laughs> or,
1: no, it's Milky Way. Milky Way? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: what? That's not... That's never been the sound of Milky Way. <laughs> okay. Milky Way is a soft... Simon,
1: it's a tube. It's a tube. S- sounds like that.
2: Okay here we go Here we go
1: Here we go I think, okay. I think, it's, I think my, it's a car It's
2: my treasure wrapping paper car. He's just destroying
1: uh, What did you want? It sounds
2: great on the it's mic
1: It's Smarties Smarties <laughs> I was nearly there With
2: past years. It's a similar sound <laughs> mm. But you can, you can hear The candy coated shell
1: Oh very good Oh I'll have fun eating them
2: Yeah you will Is be that because I'm so smart? Yeah
1: Yeah yeah.
2: That's it? yeah yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fair play, fair play there, Connor.
1: Now, this next one, before you open it, is my favourite present I think I've ever gotten you. Oh! So I've worked hard on this one. Okay. Right, here we go.
2: Let me have a look at this now. Oh! Okay. <laughs> what is this?
1: What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Done this uh, I know a man who knows a man
2: it, okay listeners this is what Connor has gotten me here he has gotten me the the shooting script for Ed Norton's The Incredible Hulk
1: the, one of the worst MCU movies ever but Sean declares it's his
2: favourite I justify it every time it's yeah. like Jaws but about the Hulk <laughs> no it's not and it's signed by <laughs> Who's Tim it Blake signed Nelson by? Stan Lee yeah the, the, uh, Tim Roth is there it's Ed Norton
1: Big Eddie, Big Big Eddie Eddie signed
2: it. William Hurt. Will Willie Hurt is there? Uh, This person looked like they were testing a pen, but I think it's Liv Tyler. That was me. (laughs) (laughs) This is unreal. How did you negotiate this?
1: I just got it online. What? The the internet?
2: Oh, I forgot about the internet.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
2: Let's turn to. It's a
1: script of the movie The Incredible Hulk.
2: That is so good. This is actually amazing. It's so
1: dumb. Nobody else would want that present other than you. No,
2: but I'm tr- I'm currently thinking of ways I can like preserve this and display it in my house. This is amazing, Connor. Thank oh, you so man. much. That's funny. Oh, I know what I'm reading tonight.
1: Yeah, but not that, hopefully.
2: <laughs> Gather round, children. Exterior. <laughs> night. good
1: one. Tell me more.
2: Oh, uh, oh, I've turned the page.
1: Oh, no, tell me, tell me one scene. Open to a page.
2: Uh, part 1: Flight. Oh, back of an ice-breaking tugboat <laughs> bit
1: uh, of a weird
2: Arctic sea. Arctic sea oh that's good day
1: <laughs> okay so now this is the last present
2: yes okay. uh, be careful opening it is all I will say
1: what you give me blades
2: I got you uh, used you razor me? blades I correct
1: on that. well what's the right way to open
2: you it you have it upside down basically is what I'm saying to you oh, alright yeah, yeah,
1: yeah okay
2: it's a bag of sand
1: it's a bag of sand <laughs> It's not bag of sand. It's two bags of sand. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's a Batman action figure statue.
2: I made that. Did
1: you 3D
2: print that? I 3D printed and painted Batman from the animated series. That
1: is fucking amazing. Holy shit. That is awesome. We'll have to do Instagram posts. Absolutely, yeah.
2: And maybe an audio reading of The Incredible Absolutely
1: Hulk. not. I don't want
2: people to tune out. <laughs> we want to keep our listeners, showing. But,
1: but that is actually... Yeah, that is perfect. for. And you 3D printed the Batman himself as well. Yes. I, I then, 3D
2: printed the Batman. The base is like I made. And then you, print it, or then you painted it. Painted him, yeah.
1: Oh, that's gorgeous. Thanks. Oh my God. Right, that is... I'm going to have that on my little desk Ooh. The little de- he'll watch over me oh,
2: oh very good like a, <laughs> he's the hero you need
1: not the one I fucking want I wanted someone else
2: <laughs> I wanted Craven the Hunter Sean I've been try- dropping hints
1: subtly trying to tell him I love hunters
2: I wanted Ed Norton please
1: <laughs> I'll have to have some Smarties at the end of
2: this <laughs> the Smarties were a filler game. of
1: course I could tell <laughs> So that is our Christmas giveaway. Christmas! Yeah. Now we have to move on to new shot.
2: Oh, boring!
1: No time for prezies anymore. I have Batman looking at me right now? It's true. He's looking at me with pride.
2: Is a pride? Oh uh, well. It, I no, was going it, for disdain. It
1: does look a little like disappointment. What he wanted the script. It was so <laughs> incredible. <laughs> it's incredible.
2: Um, How do I not say that's incredible when I open it? I don't
1: know. It was sitting right there.
2: I'm going to look at that for ages. Thank I you, Connor. I
1: hope you don't. Uh, okay, so we're going to move on to something interesting in regarding to Marvel Studios. Okay. Um, so the MCU, biggest movie franchise probably of all time.
2: Well, Dark Universe, Dark but okay. Dark Universe
1: was pretty good for that one movie. But they also now have, they have a lot of talent at the minute. Yes. But there's news that's come out that Marvel Studios are considering new talent deals in case MCU movies go straight to Disney+.
2: Interesting. So
1: they're ho- they're actually thinking of changing the contracts of the actors in case they are no longer able to do full-fledged movies and have to move to Disney Plus.
2: Right. This is interesting because in the last week a bunch of like actors and directors have come out against HBO oh, Max.
1: We're we're, we're going to cover that. Yes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay.
2: Perfect. In in terms of Marvel, that's good that they're announcing that they're doing that mm. because you don't want to just bring that on someone to say, "Oh, you know this movie that you spent six months of your life working on? We're just putting it on Disney Plus."
1: What are you trying to imply? Someone else did that.
2: I'm just saying it's it's been done in Hollywood before. It
1: has been, it has
2: been last week. <laughs> La- last week, the very same, and maybe that's the reason we didn't get New Mutants on Disney Plus. Yes, because it wasn't like signed off on already.
1: I I don't know. Like I just think it is. It's definitely the smarter way to go about it. Yeah, because I. I we will come on to the other piece of news, but they, it's very easy to go second, I suppose. You yeah, see you the l- backlash. And you
2: learn from that mistake.
1: And so they were smart to wait it out for an extra week and then go, okay, we're going to change up the contracts. Also, they might save like a lot of money because there's no point in giving... I know in a weird way, like, Disney own everything. They're a monopoly. They have unlimited money. But yeah. why they're there is is because they're fucking greedy and they like money. So that's true. if they can pay you 10 million instead of 50 million they would rather pay you 10 million
2: yeah and if they still get the like the if they're doing this disney plus like like they did with mulan that you pay more for the movie at the start mm. um and that's just going to make them more if they pay you less mm. on top of that
1: and a lot of directors and actors would get money based on the reception or the box office. Yeah. So you get 20% of the box office or 10% of First ticket of
2: sales and all that. Yeah, yeah, and
1: so, like, probably the most famous one I can think of is weirdly, like, Matt Groening with The Simpsons, where Fox were like, we're going to give you, we can give you 100,000 straight up, or you can get 10% of all the merch. Yeah. Or, like, 20% of all the merch. He was like, I'll take 10, percent of all the merch. And now, like, is there he, Simpsons merch everywhere. In the he just
2: <laughs> sleeps on a pile of money <laughs> yeah. at night.
1: Or the, t- the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle guys. Yeah. Same thing. So, like... I think in regards to this, it could very much change how they produce movies. I don't know if you will ever get a twenty-three movie, like thing like the MCU did leading up to Endgame again. If they're gonna slowly move it across, you could do series and you could do this. But yeah, yeah. I don't know if it'll have the same cultural impact as like twenty-three big movies. Well, twenty-two and the Incredible Hulk. Y-
2: <laughs> it's, it's incredible is in the name. I mean. <laughs>
1: If you have to say it in the name, you've already gone wrong.
2: I think it's better than The Dark World.
1: Um, actually, no, that's actually a good point. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, I'll give you that. Yes! I'll give you that. <laughs> It's
2: 22nd. 20 <second. laughs> <laughs> 23. But maybe they decided, like, they looked at uh, all of their operating costs and things like that, and they decided, yeah, 23 movies until the next big event isn't feasible. Mm. Or they wanted to fast-track that so they could make end-game-style money, in the space of five or six years. And the way to do that is to have everything either serialised on Disney Plus or bring movies out faster through, that, through Disney mm. Plus that they don't compete with each other in the box office.
1: And I think it is definitely the smarter move to even cover yourself with that. Like you could have a thing in the contract. Well, if it comes out in theatres, you get this. Yeah. But if we are forced to move it to Disney Plus, you'll get this. And actors will sign off on that and go, okay, fine. Because what was happening was they were signed on to, you'll get 10% to their box office, and the movie just never came out into the cinemas. So yeah. You lose the, that that 10% no matter what.
2: Yeah, they're adding just a bit of transparency to the whole thing. Mm. It's like, look, these are the options that we would have, and this is what you will get in either case.
1: And if they do move over to Disney+, Plus, that could be massive in regards to the MCU and everything. Like, Black Widow still not out.
2: Yeah. That was meant to be out in May. Exactly, and i like now it feels like it felt weird enough that it was coming out at the time that it did because it felt years too late Yeah, but now it, it's a year later than what it would have been anyway
1: I feel like it, the only reason to bring it out is to set up further events with Florence Pugh and that whole world
2: yeah exactly and it, it feels like that's the next like checkpoint they're looking to cross before the story can continue to move forward like all the reveals we're getting about WandaVision and Doctor Strange and Spider-Man I feel there would have been similar reveals for the more grounded spy stuff in the MCU with Falcon and Bucky and mm. Florence Pugh going forward and I feel like they're they're held back a little bit that we don't know as much about those yeah. going forward.
1: I, I just think I wanted to touch on that before we move on to the other piece of news Fair. regarding that but that is what Marvel are doing on their side and um, we'll come back to the far side in a little bit because Sean I wanted to excite you oh? with a movie franchise that I think is going to work.
2: Interesting. You've said this before. It's going
1: to be an interesting movie. It's a new one. It's
2: a new movie. It'll be number one. Okay. It's
1: based off of something else.
2: Okay, I'm I'm back in.
1: New Dungeons and Dragons movie gets Chris Pine in the lead role.
2: Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Um, Okay. Mm. So Dungeons and Dragons, the famous uh, tabletop role-playing game.
1: Use your imagination.
2: Use your imagination. The whole thing is that you can be the hero, and there's no set story.
1: Yeah. But but there's going to have to be a set script. There's going to be a
2: definite script for that <laughs> movie. going to write that story? Someone's going to have to decide? This is exactly <laughs> do you think when
1: what they're I'm writing it. They're rolling the dice. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would oh, be shit. amazing. I think that would be pretty cool.
2: What if they did it like Bandersnatch?
1: Oh, there'd be ten different endings. Ten different endings. Yes. But in the cinema,
2: you're rolling dice.
1: And Chris Pine's either a dickhead or lovely, <laughs> depending be, on what
2: you do. That's interesting. Or is. Do you go full 90s on it? And it's like, it's a bunch... It's four kids. They're sitting around a table. Oh. They're playing... Do a Jumanji a on A Jumanji it. on it. Yeah. That they get sucked into the game world. Oh.
1: I mean, that could be interesting. Because, like, if you have Chris Pine, you already have the lead actor. That's, yeah. That's sad. And people will go watch it because he's in it. Yes. But there is a history of movies based off of video games and board games and such not being very good.
2: Exactly. And, like, weirdly, Dungeons & Dragons might be a good one to pick. I Now, I think they're cashing in on the name. But I think there, there might have already been a script. in mind to someone else. Or, yeah, and just, it's a fantasy movie. Which we haven't gotten a lot of in recent years.
1: I think it was because King Arthur came out and absolutely bombed.
2: That's true. And Warcraft came out and absolutely bombed. True. So people are, like, burned on fantasy now. But I think D&D might be a good way to go i don't know why they didn't get joe manganello to do it though
1: he w- oh, he's definitely gonna appear he has to and he'll be like the muscly guy of the team
2: yeah like i hope he shows up as his character because his character he, he like th- this is a whole other thing but joe manganello's D game <clears throat> excuse me was so successful that his character ended up being brought in to dungeons and dragons lore
1: right but that's really so what is his character
2: uh, so it's, it's like a dragon man hybrid, oh. uh, and b- basically he worships this old dragon god. And uh, but he t- he crossed over. This is ridiculous. He crossed over with another D and D group, and they had a, they had this campaign running for years, and they were building up to this big bad guy. And so he, they brought Joe Manganello in because he was also massive in the D and D community to be like, hey, you want to come and fight the final villain with us? Um, and so they do. And the whole thing about the villain is this is spoilers for these Dungeons and Dragons campaigns (laughs) that are streamed on the internet. I think we'll be okay. Yeah. So the villain, uh, the power came from his hand. It was called the Hand of Vecna. Vecna Mm -hmm. was the name of the villain. And so after this, like, three years and characters had died, characters that these people had played with for years had died in this campaign. And so Joe Manganiello um, cuts off the hand of Vecna and it's lying on the floor. And uh, he says, okay, and my character kneels down. I lift my axe and say a prayer to Tiamat, who's this dragon god he worships. Okay. He cuts off his own arm. What? Attaches the hand to it and teleports out. (laughs) Make (laughs) that movie. (laughs) Like, that needs to happen in there somewhere. He needs to just show up. Joe Manganiello needs to show up with a fucked up hand, is what I'm saying. Just even in,
1: like, how Chris Pine meets him
2: in a pub. Yeah, he's a he's yeah he's a stranger, but a whole he's Aragorn. Yeah, you, at the start of Lord of the Rings.
1: Oh man, I think this could be really either good or terrible.
2: Yeah, see, it's it's weird because the the built-in audience that you think you have will have had much greater experiences with Dungeons and Dragons than this movie can provide. Yeah, the
1: built-in audience is good but if you do it badly, that build and I is, is the most venomous group because they're like, this is shit.
2: Warcraft.
1: Yeah. Is like- <laughs> this, is, this is terrible. Like That's what Detective Pikachu had the battle with as well. Like You have to be able to please the masses, but also, there's going to be a hardcore group. You're like, we understand.
2: We know more about this than you do. Yeah,
1: we we know about this. And even the, the people making the movie have to be like, oh, we get it. Yeah. If, they, if it comes across that they don't get it, it's just going to get shit on.
2: Like, uh what's the fucking Assassin's Creed
1: oh yes
2: terrible like multiple games with huge amounts of story and lore and then just they sum it up in about an hour and a half
1: just it's grand it's
2: grand Like it's grand. just sit back and enjoy it's easy
1: <laughs> um, so okay we are going to have to tackle the Warder brothers
2: um, okay you take one I'll take the other <laughs>
1: I'm getting the little one.
2: Oh no Looks like I'm attacking the ankles <laughs> Are they the
1: animaniacs?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wacko, Yakko, and Dot
1: um, No, Dot'll fuck us up Oh, I'm not fighting Dot <laughs> Do not go near Dot She'd kill us <laughs> Kill us, stone dead um, I'd be beating the shit out of Wacko And dot would just fucking kill us
2: Me and Yako would be friends By <laughs> yeah, the end of things I'd
1: say so, yeah, yeah. Um, And that is the news That everyone is peeved at warners And HBO Max And with good reason, Sean Yeah,
2: fuck me, man
1: um, So the latest news Obviously that we covered Was that HBO Max would be, um, they'd be sending all of their 2021 movie slate releases. To, or Warner Bros. would be sending all their 2021 movie slate releases to HBO Max.
2: Yes, like uh, like a simultaneous launch in theaters and launch in HBO Max. Wasn't that it? Th-
1: that is true. But what that also meant was that people who had worked on those movies, like June, yeah, or like man, the multitude of big movies they were bringing out in 2021, or the Suicide Squad, yeah, like James Good probably worked on that for two years or a year and a half, writing, directing it. It's now just got the HBO Max, and they won't get the same money back. And also, this, it'll just be watched on a TV screen, where you always hear like, "I make movies to be seen on the big screen." Yeah,
2: Christopher Nolan even said like, "Christopher
1: Nolan came out." A lot of big directors have come out and said this is a terrible idea.
2: Yeah, and um, like uh, Denny Villeneuve, who's doing June. Yeah, um, I think he said something like, "Cause also, quick update on my my June experience." Go on. I'm halfway through the third book. they're really oh, good, yes, yeah, good stuff um so having it i now I get a lot of June news pushed to my phone and mm. it's looking like like June probably won't get a sequel if this still like if this goes ahead it won't make that money it won't make as much money, and the like the people who balance the books will still be looking at the way they've always authorized sequels, which is oh, it made this much at the box office
1: which. Was the way they've done it since the start of cinema.
2: Exactly. But they need to change their mindset about that and being like, no, look, the month June released, we got X number of monthly subscribers. Mm. Like, th- I think that's the only way you can gauge it, because who knows what you're subscribing for.
1: Yeah, because you can't actually predict, like, someone might subscribe for something that came out three months ago, and if yeah. I just found out about it.
2: Yeah, like, someone could subscribe because, oh, I I didn't get to see Tenet in cinemas, I want to see that mm. now. But then, like, split that 10 euro uh, subscription fee across everything in the Warner Brothers catalogue and it's nothing
1: so Christopher Nolan's exact quotes was some of our industry's biggest filmmakers and most important movie stars went to bed the night before thinking they were working for the greatest movie studio and woke up to find out they were working for the worst streaming service <laughs> that is what he said
2: That is harsh but true Now
1: Christopher Nolan We have uh, said Like he has done So many amazing movies Yeah He also has this like Awe of like He's He's mainstream as well Like He's he's an amazing Big movie star But if you have A Christopher Nolan movie It's going to make A lot of money But he was burned With Teddick and we do kind of give off the pressure that, like, he sometimes buys into a little of his own
2: hype. Maybe a little bit too much. Yeah, like, he's the last great filmmaker or something but like that. It, he's he is right in this regard. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not a, a, a quality service. And
1: his words would carry a lot of weight. Like, he is possibly the biggest director they could get to he, come out against something.
2: That's it. And I'm also interested that, like... The the directors we're seeing come out, they're big directors. James Gunn has come out as well again. James
1: guess? Gunn came out as well because Nolan said he was in disbelief and described the situation as very, very, very messy. Which yeah, I think if Nolan comes out, that means all the rest of them all coming behind. Because
2: it's okay. Because, if Nolan
1: comes out, and he works for Warner Brothers. Like yeah. all of his movies come out under the guise of Warner Brothers. Tenet was Warner Brothers. Yeah. So like, if he comes out, he's their biggest director they
2: have on the books. Everyone fucking jump in behind them. That's it, and like even all the DC universe stuff—that's all Warner Brothers. Mm. Even the animated stuff, I think. I
1: think it was mostly because they didn't tell anybody.
2: Yeah, no one knew that this was going. But ahead. they didn't even
1: tell the directors or the actors or the people who worked in the movies. No,
2: and like, and they made these movies with the idea of these will be seen on a cinema screen. Mm. Now we've often argued that, like, if something comes to streaming. It's like it's it's a fine way of experiencing that content, and I get that. But when you're making a movie, and as far as your head knows, oh, the only option is to see it on a cinema screen until it's released. Mm. Then you make it in a different way, I would say.
1: Yeah, it's just, I think it does look very... It looked bad on them at the start, but I think people were kind of like, okay, right, I mean, it's a bad move, but it's also smart to go over to the streaming service. Mm. But then when you find out they didn't tell anyone... They have all these people working on these movies for over a year, probably two years. They just find out the next day on Twitter that their movie's now on HBO Max. I
2: presumably make some phone calls yeah. to try and sort it out. Is
1: this true? Yes. Okay, well, what can I do about nothing? Not, we decided. There. And so that is probably why you have this massive backlash, backlash. Because it's just like, if you told us at least a month ago, we could have prepared. Yeah. But this is just... This is not good at all. No,
2: and it's just it's, it's disrespectful to be like, oh, they don't need to know this. They they just make the movies for us. It's fine.
1: Now, Warner Bros. have come out and be like, oh, well, it's still get the theatrical release. But that was their defense. But it's very
2: weak sauce defense. It is. It's like you're thinning out the soup a bit by doing this because, the, like, a, a film release, especially this year when we've not fucking had any, like, a, a release in 2021 or 2022 would be a big deal to the people that made these. where But if every trailer says in cinema and streaming on, you know, 26th of June, it 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 lessens the impact of the release.
1: Yeah. And James Gunn came out and said that it was a lackluster formula for compensating him and other profit participants in the film. Is
2: wow. what he said. Jesus. <laughs> yes. And but also like HBO Max isn't worldwide either.
1: Um, Warner Brothers uh, representatives for War Brother stars Denzel Washington, Margot Robbie, Will Smith, Keanu Reeves, Hugh Jackman, and Angelina Jolie are all seeking compensation for their talent.
2: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, which we discussed with Disney that like there needs to be that agreement in place. Of, mm. Like if it goes to streaming, this is what you get.
1: And so now they've all come. Obviously, I mean, if your talent is Margot Robbie, and this happens, you're like, well is she going to get the money that you, paid yeah. her, you said you were going to pay her?
2: Yeah, and I like I, I, we're not saying either that it, like they called up directly. They probably, their agent said...
1: No, but, I mean, it is... If you sign on to a project and they say, it doesn't matter how little or how much it is. Like, mm. if you sign on and say, I'll give you €100 Euro if you do this thing, and then halfway through the process, they're like, oh, shit, but my, it's actually going to give out for free.
2: Yeah, and you don't get that yeah, money You changed. might get 20 yeah and that's good faith yeah yeah in that case like the fact that it was never outlined and it was never floated as a possibility means that yeah everything is up in the air now and they do need to clarify that and they should have clarified it before going public with the launch
1: mm, they're also going to lose 1.2 billion dollars next year fucking hell but,
2: but like and I say this a lot but Netflix are like severely in debt yes but their value lies in content and user base like and I I assume Warner Brothers are that, but about ten times.
1: Yeah, probably. You know.
2: <laughs> um, right, so that is all the
1: the boring stuff that's going on behind the scenes. And yeah, well, not boring, but like that's big cinema things that are probably going to affect our lives for the
2: next fifty years. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. And in terms of releases, there's about four companies left actually releasing things. So mm. the fact that one of them has just made a shit show of it,
1: and the fact that they've annoyed all the director directors that they could just say, "Well, I'm going to Disney."
2: Yeah, Disney that, will pay me a lot of money.
1: That's not good. Um, yeah,
2: this could like imagine like if things went seriously wrong, and we hope it doesn't. Obviously, but if this if Warner Brothers begins a steady decline over the next few years, and we can point to this is the moment they fucked up. Yeah, it's really me, interesting.
1: This could, this could be interesting. Um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news. This is more along our our thought process shot because okay. I have Kingsman movies.
2: Yes. Seven more are in the works. Oh, not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> that took a turn halfway through. It did. I thought you were going to say, there will be no more Kingsman <laughs> no, movies.
1: I a grand total of seven Kingsman movies are reportedly in the works with Marv Group and director Matthew Vaughn. Now, Matthew Vaughn, the director of Kick-Ass, um, he will be doing the Secret Service, which is the... The one that's coming out this year, isn't it? It's uh, meant to come out this year. It was the King's Man. Sorry, the King's it? Man. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and obviously it centres on. also had the Golden Circle before that. That wasn't very successful, no, so they did it wasn't the prequel. Quite. But now we have news that they are going to be doing another seven Kingsman movies. Is there legs to do seven of these?
2: I don't think so. I think they got seven
1: more. So that's ten.
2: Ten in total. Yeah. I like. I think the first one was. Very good, I really enjoyed the first one. Mm. The second one did not live up to it. No. And the third one remains to be seen, but it's completely different in a lot of ways.
1: They're talking about that Kingsman 3 is already in the works, so that's already being done. That's
2: with Taron Egerton. Yes, that, yeah.
1: that's already being done. But also there's going to be spin-offs of maybe the characters from the second one. Oh, like. you
2: I don't think it like the characters from the second one could carry a movie on their own. There's
1: also spin-offs. I can only assume from probably the one from World War One. You're going to have a few characters there. You want to yeah. come them in World War Two, maybe World World War Three. I was going to say oh, oh. Um, World <laughs> steady War- on, steady on. Maybe there's some of them in Vietnam. Maybe there's some of them all over the place. You know
2: that could be interesting. Like the Kings. Like I suppose now that they've set up, they'll do. Diff- Kingsman has been around for this long, and they'll do different time periods. You could do it. In like, like you said, Vietnam. Mm. Um, even the like... Well, I suppose the first one kind of touched on Afghanistan and things like that at the start.
1: They have a Kingsman TV series in the works. They mm. also have two more three movie franchise Kingsman versions. So that's the seven. So you've got a series. Oh, Jesus. And you've got two trilogies.
2: This sounds... I'm trying to think of what this reminds me of. And it... it I, I genuinely can't, but it sounds tiring if i can describe it yeah. that way like seven movies of what is a what at the first movie was a breath of fresh air and then now it seems like they're trying to develop a format for a king's quote unquote kingsman movie and
1: they're trying to do it in record time
2: yeah, just smash through them all. They're
1: releasing all nine Star Wars movies in the next ten years.
2: Basically, yeah. yeah. Well, let's hope they plan out an arc over all the even films. Even just one. Just,
1: just one
2: little arc. Even just his hair changes colour. He
1: came back. He came back. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow we Somehow survived. Somehow he survived. <laughs> let's
2: pull Palpatine into it.
1: <laughs> oh, i like to see
2: that. Darren Edwards is like, what the fuck is going this on? All dude doing He's,
1: here? Did he not blow up twice?
2: <laughs> see, like... So, like I guess you can do in Kingsman Three, rebuilding Kingsman, mm. basically because pretty much there's two of them left. Yes, and then in the fourth one, <laughs> it falls no, again. This
1: trilogy, that's the end.
2: That's the end of that trilogy. Then Get- you've
1: got two more other trilogies at a TV series.
2: I don't. The TV series sounds dull as fuck. I don't care. what I,
1: Yeah, there's no way you could replicate the stunts. The, the coolness of the characters Like
2: the CGI the
1: CGI There's no way you could do that on a TV for I don't know 12 episodes
2: No I don't think so Not at any rate that's sustainable anyway Or
1: interesting as you said
2: Or interesting I think it'll be very akin to What the Gotham TV Gotham Cop series Agents of was S.H.I.E.L.D. It. Agents of, it's gonna be Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah where yeah things happen but none of it matters not
1: really (laughs) yeah I don't know even if they said oh we've got a TV series in the works that's interesting
2: yeah
1: I've got a TV series but we also now have two other trilogies coming out that's like Jesus Christ you're overwhelming us immediately
2: yeah and I and like I know we've been talking for two weeks about how oh there's so much new Marvel stuff coming Mm. out but it seems like that has weight and it's like
1: yeah, because the Kingsmen—they're coming off Kingsman Two, which is a bad movie.
2: Yeah, which I feel will never be addressed again. No. In a lot of ways, no.
1: And if it, if it was from Kingsman One, which we love, like yeah, Kingsman One is one of my favorite movies, it's great,
2: and it's rewatchable as well.
1: Yeah, and so, but then two came out, and it was just disappointment. So it's coming off a if it's coming off a low rather than bringing out Kingsman One, and then said we've got two other trilogies. Even then, I would have been like, seems like a lot.
2: Even if they had said, okay, there's another, there's one more Kingsman trilogy coming, mm. I would have thought maybe just leave it. Just
1: yeah, just one. Just do a one more movie from World War One and then maybe do one movie from World War Two.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. And just round out the story that way. But yeah. This way we're just gonna get it's gonna be Avatar all over again. Oh
1: I can't wait. Avatar hasn't happened yet though. Technically.
2: Technically, no. We still only
1: have one.
2: We <laughs> still only have one. We've, been, we've heard we're, about it we're, so we're much. We're going to have 17 in the space of four weeks at this rate. That's true. It'll be a Disney Plus Avatar series. <laughs> um,
1: We're going
2: to move on to our next piece of news. That is The Lion King 2, Sean. Yes, the... The successful animated movie that everyone loves. No, no, Simba's no, Pride.
1: No, um,
2: I'm talking. Kovu Lion. is in it.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that.
2: Kovu. <laughs> Co- oh no 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 Co- no. Kovu was in it, was he? Kovu is the is the protagonist of Lion King Two. Oh, Simba's Pride.
1: Right. Why do you always say the whole thing? What you say like say Lion King Two. Lion King Two. What's it called?
2: Lion King 2 Simba's Pride
1: <laughs> <Damn it>. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Lion King 2 which will not be Simba's Pride Okay, it will be a prequel Simba shame <laughs> Simba fuck off it's, called, <laughs> it's a live action movie from the first one right live
2: action prequel is what we have
1: Hmm? Confirmed that the Lion King two will be a live action prequel.
2: Okay, now first of all, yes, it's not live action. It is though. It's CGI. Ah,
1: well, look, some of it's live action. not they a ha- real They lion. had a picture of a mountain.
2: That's a picture.
1: No, they went. They went to the desert. Yeah, got the camera. Yeah, did a three sixty. Someone said, "Ah, well, I did the animals later on." Yeah, it's a, a see day.
2: what you've said there. What all those animals? no not real. Are they not real? Not live action. What? Would have killed each other. <laughs> they would have absolutely Natural fucking predators. They can't just live side by side. They would have decimated each other. They can't share a watering hole. That's where the fights happen. Have you not seen David Attenborough? He would tell us. <laughs> he would. He would tell us. I think
1: us. that's a different movie if David Attenborough is doing the voiceover of the Lion King.
2: <laughs> that No, that is a movie I would like to see. That's actually, you know what? But having a prequel for... The Lion King I suppose it's good in a way In that it will be A semi-original story mm. But I also Do not think it's necessary
1: But what if I told you Barry Jenkins Director of Moonlight Yes a Very talented man Very talented man He would be directing man. it Hans Zimmer Will be doing the score
2: He does the score for everything Everything though. I, I th- thought
1: they'd bring back Elton John Oh if they did Bring back Elton Bring back Elton What's he up to? Eh, uh, having a great time. I'm doing there. scores of Lion King too. I can tell you that.
2: No, plenty
1: he's of time at his play.
2: Too busy. <laughs>
1: too busy. <laughs> Their specific plot points for the prequel are being kept tightly under wraps, which shot. means
2: they don't know them they yet. They
1: don't know yet. I can only assume, but it is likely that the plot the plot will delve into Mufasa's past and his relationship with his vildas brother Scar, which. Really? You know their relationship? Yeah. It only really gets interested at the start of Lion King.
2: When he kills him.
1: Spoilers. <laughs> but
2: I've I not think, seen the movie, think,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can you guess it? <laughs> Is there something about killing? their death in The, the Water and Hole. It's a place for murder.
2: Ah, um, David Attenborough.
1: No, but they, it comes to a head when that happens. Ooh. When a particular thing happens. Before that, are they not just leave, living like their lives just kind of annoyed at each other.
2: Yeah, I think they'd be independent of each other. Like, what's the movie going to be? Just a lot of Scar mumbling, one fucking day I'll kill you. Oh, with one of these days, old man. Yeah, I I don't see how exploring that relationship... That relationship needs no more exploring um, than what we've seen It's in more 19.
1: interesting from where we left it off or where we start.
2: Yeah, because, like, what do you know... F- Actually, everything I know from Scar comes from Kingdom Hearts. Okay. And in that, at least, he just wants power. He, he has like a craving for power and he's jealous that Mufasa has it. Hmm. And that's all you need to know about that character. You don't need a Joker-style origin for Why is Ska. he crazy,
1: though? Why is he bad? Because
2: we live in a society, No, we, we live
1: in a society. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's, like, rubbing his temples. <laughs>
2: yeah. With his paws. With his paws. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, but having them just be kids and watching them... ...slowly fall... ...apart.
1: But then somehow... ...reconcile... ...until the murder.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Because are... ...are we going to try and like... ...see Scar's viewpoint in this?
1: Oh yeah. It'll (gasps) be like Joker... ...if he dancing downstairs. I
2: don't want that.
1: Dancing down some stairs. I
2: do not want... (laughs) Also, he just promised... ...the hyenas food man. That's all it took.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The bastards...
2: (laughs) just give him some food
1: yeah all he wanted give him a giraffe
2: he's just, at the watering just hole just one giraffe
1: just one feed him friends do a live action version I'd watch it yeah
2: but set a hyena loose on a giraffe <laughs> film that
1: Barry Jenkins, oh fuck, I missed it on the camera.
2: Just like behind the camera, you just hear him crying.
1: <laughs> fuck, I missed it. I had one chance.
2: Bring out the next giraffe.
1: Oh fuck, this is the seventh time today. I'm <laughs> sick of seeing dead. Um, I just don't know if there's an interesting story to tell
2: here. No, I don't think so. And I want. I wonder how long it's going to be because. Probably
1: two and a half hours. That's
2: too long. Mm. Like a a brisk 90 minutes.
1: Even a brisk 90 of what though? Them falling out and then coming back together?
2: Yeah, their relationship with their parents.
1: That'll be interesting. But
2: then it's just like Thor and Loki in the MCU.
1: Yeah. Oh man. We didn't like the idea of the live action version in the first place. No. Because the animated one is still there. But if it, it came out, made a lot of money. Made a shit ton of money. It did. And... For all I'm sure it was fine. I'm sure it was actually quite good. Perfectly just, serviceable. They I would copy say. and paste it from the one that's good as well. The same <laughs> so, movie. Same movie. So let's do another one, but make it less interesting.
2: Okay. Hmm. Bank robbery. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lions would fucking rob a bank.
2: Lions were good. Yeah. Oh,
1: I watch. A, I'd watch a lion rob a bank. I'd watch.
2: Oh, try and, and then get a giraffe. I just fucking satellite. It sad that turns up off <laughs>
1: fuck he got this boys <laughs> okay.
2: This is your this is your case now.
1: <laughs> Slowly backs out. So we're finishing movie Mondays this week, Sean. Very special Christmas episode. Christmas we, we, a not Christmassy thing. Oh Division. Oh I see. So we covered the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailer. We did. We covered the Loki trailer. In depth. In depth. We did not cover the second One Division trailer that came out last week. So Decided
2: it's not worth our time. We,
1: we No, well, we said <laughs> that Loki, Loki and the Falcon will go first. We'll cover One Division this week. So, Sean, we've all seen the One Division trailer now. First yeah. and second one. Do you have any nerd thoughts on okay. what you've seen here?
2: I am. Um, look, I, I don't think it's a great trailer. Interesting. In that it's confusing but as a trailer for WandaVision i think it's very suitable what do you mean i mean i i have no fucking clue what's going on in that trailer at all and so having you know it, even even anything i know about Scarlet Witch or Vision or in some cases Mephisto it, from, the no. comics, <laughs> from the comics from the comics like it it bears very little on what I can what information I can grasp from the trailer
1: yeah but I think it is I think we've gotten the grips of it now or the, gra- the grasp that obviously Wanda's creating this whole world and but well originally we thought she was creating it but now I'm of the impression that somebody else has trapped her here that
2: yeah because there's like uh, a broadcast from a radio or something and it's saying like Wanda can you hear us
1: yeah I think that's um, the lads from S.W.O.R.D Yeah, Wanda the detective now what is S.W.O.R.D Sean
2: S.W.O.R.D is the basically it's set up after shield it's nick fury sets it up and it deals with um extra dimensional and extraterrestrial threats
1: and so in from probably my point of view and you might agree with me here it's, it seems like that she is trapped her and vision are trapped in this world or vision probably isn't even real
2: yeah like, so it's she, a construct of her mind she
1: is trapped in this world because she's super powerful and somebody or something is trapping her hair. Mm. And S.W.O.R.D. are aware that she's in this big bubble. Yes. And so they're trying to get her out. And they're on the other side of the halluci- uh, hallucination. And they're like, can you hear me, Wanda? This is not real. Get out of there. Yeah. Like a Truman Show style thing. But they're outside the Truman Show. It is
2: very Truman Show, actually. Mm. Now, what? Like, I have a weird theory in my head that Doctor Strange has put her in this universe.
1: Because she's super powerful.
2: Yeah, or like sequestered her away. Because he's like, oh, she is like, she is like unstable at the minute with those levels of powers. And so he locks her away in this universe and then she gets her way out. I still think it's Mephisto. Now, Mephisto is the Marvel
1: version of the devil.
2: That's true. He collects souls. He
1: collects they, souls. And he's very evil. And he's also the father. No, he created her two children. Y-
2: yes. So two shards of Mephisto's soul. Created one, there's two children. In the comic In books. the comics, yeah. And
1: in this trailer, she has
2: two children. Two bassinets we see.
1: Wiccan and Speed yes. are the two kids. And so, the only reason why I think this is Mephisto is because you also have Agnes, her friend. Uh, yeah. Did you see the pendant on Agnes? No. She's wearing a pendant in every single shot. So, you know the way it goes from 50s to 80s to 90s? Yeah. It's the same pendant. All the time. And it has. it's just a big crystal at the front. And I think that maybe... It, that pendant is either linked to Mephisto, maybe has a bit of Mephisto in it, yeah. or that's like to keep her saying like she's pretending to be her friend, but she's like keeping an eye on her, because Mephisto's like, I've trapped her there, you're going to go in there with her, yeah. and just try and keep her brain you, occupied. You
2: are essentially a warden here.
1: Yeah, you're going to keep her just there. Interesting. Trapped. Um, she's also, Agnes, I think might be Agatha Harkness, Agatha Harkness. Yeah, yeah. who works with Mephisto.
2: Yes. In and, the comic books. Yeah, big old witch. In she, Marvel she's comics. a witch. She's a witch.
1: And so she works with a fist, So it makes sense that she's in this world, he's created to keep an eye on his subject.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And like and there's been the Scarlet Witch and Agatha Harkness have had interactions in the comics. I think during The House of M, like, Agatha Harkness subdued a load of um Scarlet Witch's memories mm. so that there wouldn't be a big explosion of psychic energy that she can emit.
1: Cause you see her like, oh, are you married? And and then she puts the rings on her fingers. Like, yeah, I'm married. And you're yeah. a real man.
2: Yeah, it's like she's leading her to create. She's inceptioning her.
1: Yeah, and she's sliding the beds together, and it's like it's all just this weird like amalgamation of like all these TV shows from the fifties and sixties, like oh, happy family and stuff like that.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. And but I I did. I did like the idea, of, like when she's twisting. I think you know the bit when she's twisting, and the whole world and the whole house is changing. Yeah. Like I think at the start of that she's not pregnant, and she was just third and then suddenly she just has a bump
2: in the next scene. I think, yeah, I think it's all going to happen very, very strangely. Mm. Like, I, I, I think I, w- I can totally see that this all takes place nearly over the course of a like day, but it's. It, it it feels like ages and so much has happened, but the, like time inside this dimension moves differently than sword. Like I can see, you know, we see in the first trailer sword are outside at night time. I think it could all just be one night.
1: Are there, um, did you see the bit when the the lady's putting up the Halloween decorations and she's crying? Yes, there's a single tear. Go- I think that might be the the. The world breaking... Slightly... Like she's suddenly aware... Like there's a... There might be... That's probably near the end of the series... And Mephisto's slightly losing control... Yeah... And like she has one tear... Screaming down her face... Like something's not quite right here...
2: That's it... And there's a lady calls to the door... And it's like... Hey Wanda... And Wanda says... Who are you? And she says... I don't know... Yeah... Like... The, the, I think that's towards the end... As you say... The world breaking down... Mm. And can't like... Um, you know adapt for itself did you
1: see the beekeeper suit yeah like, the guy in a beekeeper I think that is Mephisto
2: just right? popping around but I think
1: it's like a weird like team like um, like he's the beekeeper and like this whole world is just a million of his bees that he's like controlling one by one that's so, like, pretty good so division could be like so Wanda thinks that she's the queen bee who she is in this world and she's like, "Oh, I'm I'm in control of everything here." Yeah, but he's ultimately controlling her.
2: Yeah, he he's he's reaping the honey.
1: Yeah, he's <laughs> reaping the honey of like this ultra powerful person that he's trapped.
2: Yeah, and there's like there, there seems to be they're fighting an enemy at some they point. They
1: say, "Oh, let's protect our world. Or, this is
2: our home. Let's yeah. defend it, or something like that." But I don't know if they will be defending that from Mephisto or from Sword.
1: Might be sword because that's, you can see the wall breaking. Yeah, and it's going red, and I think that's when she breaks the multiverse.
2: I think so. At I, the
1: end of this series,
2: yeah, I think she could she could potentially move that dimension from Mephisto's control, the Beehive, if you will. Yeah, and into just its own little pocket somewhere, and
1: that's why Doctor Strange has to come in. Yeah, it's like you blew a hole in the fucking dimension.
2: That's it. Like where sword entered from, that's now just a gaping hole into all of the multiverses.
1: And you, and it would take Doctor Strange and Spider Man to put it back together.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I can see Spider Man being used as kind of an anchor. I might have said this before, but he's just like, no, there's a Spider Man in every universe.
1: Did you see the Mind Stone? It's there slightly. Yeah, it's at the very end, but there's a Mind Stone in the trailer. I think they're going to cover a bit of her origins. As well, maybe in this, because she came from the Mind Stone.
2: Yeah, she got her powers when it was still in Loki's scepter.
1: But what if this was a way to bring mutants in, and they say that the Mind Stone didn't give her the powers, which is the start of the MCU idea. But yeah. back then, they weren't covering as much ground here as multiverses and everything. No, no. Maybe they're going to change that. That maybe the Mind Stone um, activated her mutant gene.
2: I have a theory about this. Okay. Uh, no, yeah, the mutant gene thing that definitely checks out. But also, in relation to Ms. Marvel, um, Kamala Khan being introduced, she gets her powers from, the Inhuman, in the comics, the Inhumans detonate a bomb that ha- contains Terrigen mist, which is what activates the Inhuman gene right. in humans that have it. I think there could be a similar thing that the Mind Stone, and something to do with the reality that Wanda is existing in, that it emits the same energy that created Wanda... Um, but it emits that all over the world and activates, right. as you said, the mutant gene in so, that.
1: Yeah, so she's blowing up the half the ver- multiverse, and at the same time she's creating mutants, which will create the X Men that the MCU now own.
2: That's it. Yeah.
1: Which would also introduce Fantastic Four in a weird way. She blows up the multiverse. That's just their whole into the fucking and, world. And yeah,
2: and like universes are now smashing together.
1: Jesus. Yeah, I I think this trailer there like there isn't a lot in it, but. There's a lot in it. Like it's only a minute long and it's not a great trailer. But if you break it down scene by scene, you're like, oh, this could be cool. That could yeah. be cool. Like there could be a lot of questions that this series could basically be a massive, it's, as, it's a portal into like 50 other stories that they could do.
2: Exactly. And like it's coming soon as well, like 15 to January. Yeah. Like we're going to be busy in terms of reporting on that because I assume we're going to do some kind of some manner whether we do it at the end of all the episodes or we do it week on week we will be talking about what WandaVision maybe means for the reveal, future maybe we could
1: reveal we could release like a Patreon episode that's like just a division review episode
2: maybe yeah something we'll like that see what happens
1: yeah this but, is
2: discussions we should have off mic th-
1: but this is this is the end of Movie Monday's shot
2: forever Our
1: Christmas special Christmas special <laughs> we gave away presents yeah. oh, ho
2: ho ho oh, ho ho next to all of you
1: is Monday Christmas it's Friday, shot.
2: Christmas is this.
1: Santi, Santi is coming.
2: Oh my god! Everyone, make sure to be good. Pretend to yeah. be good for a few more days. Just
1: for s- just five more days. Di- four more days. Four more days, in fact. And just pretend. Just even look at your family and go up. You're grand. Even for four days. Yeah, After look- that, call them fucking dickheads.
2: Look at yourself in the mirror. Say. You're doing great, Sean. Big t- <laughs> Specifically, Sean. <laughs> Just please, I need that. Give me, give me your energy.
1: <laughs> um, so, also, Sean, do you want to take us out?
2: Yes, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We will be back on Wednesday, as we said, with Weirdness Wednesday, Friday with a very special Hero Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. But what
1: did we release on the Patreon this weekend, oh, Sean? In the
2: Patreon, on the subject of Christmas. <laughs> If you would like to be festive, folks, we did our Lazarus Pit review, which is where we talked about one movie from the past. It was voted on by our patrons this month, and it was the time-honoured classic of Jingle All the Way.
1: Yeah, the best movie ever.
2: Best movie ever. Best Christmas movie ever. Mm -hmm. Best piece of creation ever. (laughs) Uh, Looking at you, Book of Kells. And... <laughs> we just went through that movie, we talked about our, our favourite bits, our least favourite bits, mm. things that might not have aged terribly well.
1: I would say all of it.
2: All of on. it. <laughs> okay. Okay, well look, you'll be the judge. Let us know what you think of that movie. and um, if you've seen it, if you want to listen to us talk about it, it's over on the Patreon. For five dollars a month you would get access to that. Um on the subject of Patreon tiers actually. The way they're working at the minute is two dollars a month, you get a shout out on the show. $5 a month, you would get access to the Lazarus Pit as well as getting a shout out on the show. And then for $15 a month, um, there's a new tier that we've introduced, which is where you get a Detective Devilment Little Divil Badge. Uh, in,
1: uh, <laughs> Did you say Detective
2: Devilman I do, or do, Devilman Detective? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying really hard, dude.
1: It's Christmas! <laughs>
2: uh so for $15 a month then you get a detective development badge um, a, a special Patreon mug and a special Patreon shirt after a certain amount of time um, so if you're interested in any of those head over to patreon.com slash here's for hire podcast there's a link in the description to that uh also have a look at our merch store if you want. Connor didn't do an awkward plug of the merch store this I please. forgot
1: because I was so excited to be sitting in front of you. Oh, right.
2: You know what you, I mean? You can't do it to my face. No, I the couldn't. <laughs> I,
1: the shame. You, you would see it on my face. couldn't
2: see the light leave yeah, my yeah, eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's in the description if you want. We're also also there is all of our social medias. You can email us here's for our underscore outlook dot com. But also, a big thank you to all of our patrons uh, Waffles Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Halley, Ryan. Evanson Sean Jamieson Dominic Josiah Green Annie Mroos and Richard McGrew thank you all so, so 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 much for all of the support over the last year especially uh, yeah. we really do appreciate it
1: and finally you can join us we have a Reddit we now have a Facebook group we have all the tags that are all linked down below if you want to join any of them getting on the discussion it's just going to be nerdy stuff but I think that's it for this week's
2: Movie Monday shot I think that's about it Connor. so I've been Connor Law. I've been
1: Sean I' and we'll see you next week guys bye bye
0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts.
2: Here's a show that we recommend.